I am a good person. I'm an attractive person. I am a talented person. Grant me grace. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us here today. This is I, There's the Rub with Hunter and Becca. This week we are going to be talking about the unique struggles of being a theater artist. Ah. Um, basically this is what the whole podcast is about. Right. But we figured we'd want to talk about it specifically. I think that the obvious ones are like the fact that society kind of shits all over yeah. artists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that and I think and that comes in so many different different ways too, you know, and like you have, there's the people who are just like, oh, like you have a degree in theater, like what, you know, what, you, what does that mean? Yeah. But then there's just like, even, even the people who support you sometimes, I don't know if you've ever felt this, but you know, I'll be, I'll meet somebody new, say that. And like, and they're like, what do you do? And I'm like, well, I'm an actor. And, and they're like, oh, that's so awesome. So like, what have I seen? Have I seen you in anything? Yes. Or like, <laughs> what are you doing right now? And if you're like not in the middle of a project, it's like pressure and it's not people who are like, oh, you're doing that. They're like, oh my gosh, that's so awesome. Tell me about it. And and if you're not in a project, it's like, oh, you know, and you feel embarrassed. Yeah, and you're like, I yeah. am an actor, but you know what? And then you're like, just go back. Well, I just did, you know, a couple films a couple months ago, you know, and you're like, yeah. ah, shit, well, I'm not doing something. the same is true about pressure. people in the industry even because yeah. you go to any networking mm-hmm. oh, yeah. uh, uh-huh. event and, you know, a dozen people what will be like, doing? what are you working on right now? Yeah, what are you working on? And and that's that's one thing that like PSA to all the artists out there like rephrase that question yeah. because yeah. it put again it puts pressure on mm-hmm. people and it's embarrassing to be like well I'm not in anything and like right. the sort of go to response for that is I'm working on myself right now and yeah. and I love that but rather than saying like what are you working on I typically say like. What does your life look like right now? Like, what are you, what yeah. are you up to lately? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I love it's, that. Because it's mm-hmm. not specifically about, like, what shows are you doing? Right, like, it's if because then, then it feels like your worth as an artist is what projects you're doing and, like, how much exactly. work you're getting. And it's like, just because I'm not doing a movie right now or just because I'm not in a show right now does not mm-hmm. mean that I'm not an actor. Right. I'll always be an actor because that's who I am. That's what I do. And that doesn't mean that, you know, whenever, whenever you ask those questions, it's like, oh, shit. I'm not in something right now. Now I can't call myself an actor. And it's like, no, that's not true. Yeah. Well, and I also like with people, with like outside forces telling us that like our careers are illegitimate or they just don't understand or they're like putting pressure on us, what have you. That's just one piece of the puzzle because I mean, when it comes down to it, it really is an unstable career in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Not just be, not to say that like it's, practically impossible to make a living in general. I think plenty of artists make it happen. I mean, I'm Mm -hmm. making it happen right now. Mm -hmm. But with that said, like at any given moment, like even with all of my current success, like that, that's just like, it's a balancing act because if one piece falls away, then I have to get a a muggle job, you know? (laughs) Luckily there's, plenty of options with that and luckily you know I have diversified skills (laughs) (laughs) but I mean that's just sort of the name of the game so it's interesting because with people around us telling us like oh why are you going into that that's so unreliable and it's like well you can't really argue that yeah you also can't let that get in your way no well because at the end of the day like you chose this for a reason and if that's what you love you know it's you just got to do it, you know, and you can't, yeah. you know, to hell what everybody else says. I mean, and it is, it, it can be very 
you know, unstable. And I was even just, I was talking about this last night with one of my friends who's also an artist. Um, he's a visual artist, but mm-hmm. but same type of thing as he was saying is he was like, you know, I can book a gig and I'll get, you know, maybe $1,500 from this one gig. And then he's like, all right, well, I got money. I'm going to, you know, do these things, whatever. And he's like, and then I don't book something for a month, you know? And he's like, so, you know, it's just, it's, but it's the same type of thing where I was talking, I was like, you know, I've got friends who, you know, have been in Broadway, like the top Broadway shows and are now unemployed. And they were making like so much money and, you know, doing the top of the top and getting all the star treatment and whatever Mm -hmm. until their contract ended. Yeah. And now they're unemployed. And it's like, it's just, it is unstable, but it's also, what I was telling him is I was like, God gave me the desire to just like be a nurse or something like that, you know, and be right, okay with just right. like, I go to nursing school, you get a nursing job and that's what you do. And then by the time you're, you know, 25, you've made it to the top of yeah. your career and you're well, happy doing that, but I'm not, you know? It's interesting because I, I remember like the adults in my life, um, either growing up or while I was in school or what have you, I, I just remember people always saying that. That thing, that saying that people, yeah. like theater artists say, or any artist really, where they're like, if you like anything else, choose yeah. it. And I always, I actually always hated that because mm-hmm. it always felt like even the artists who are doing it think that it's like illegitimate or not worthwhile. I and don't it's, know if it's not, I don't see, I don't see that saying as something, as saying that it's illegitimate or not worthwhile. I think that it, it's saying that it's hard. I think yeah, it's but, saying that it's something that is because it is unstable because you know there's people who are doing the top of the top Broadway and then they're un- unemployed and yeah. whatever. It's something that's that's hard and if something else that is more stable makes you happy and brings you joy and can and and satisfies you then do that because this is so damn yeah, hard. Yeah, and I, I understand that. You know? To a certain extent, I think every career is hard. You can fail as a nurse, you can yeah. fail as an accountant. I don't know. I just think that that's like a dangerous thing to tell kids. You know what I mean? I don't think, yeah, I agree. I don't think that should be something that you should tell kids. I don't think that's... Because I, mean, I always felt so, to... like, icky about yeah. adults telling me that. Because no. I, I was like, well... Wh- kids should be able to explore every aspect of yes. everything before and, they make decisions. And I think that that's why it took me so long to really decide my career path. Because everyone around me was telling me, like, don't do this. Hmm. It's not worth it, basically. Yeah. But I, yeah, genuinely... I never, I never had that. Genuinely, I think it's... One of the most amazing things, mm-hmm. I, it's like the only reason that I love my life right now right. is that I'm like pursuing but that's because, this art. Well, that's because you are an artist. So of course that's yeah. the only reason. Because you talk to, you know, my sister, she would rather kill herself than have this career path. Oh, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, she yeah, yeah. would hate it. She doesn't, she doesn't do, do that. You know, so like it's because you're an artist is why it makes you so happy yeah, that but, you're doing so this. So with that said, I think, again, I think we should start rephrasing things. Because I, I don't know, I just... I, that really impacted me yeah. growing up, uh-huh. and I, I've taken that into account while working with my students. I try, I try to keep them, you know, on the ground and like mm-hmm. pract- practical sure. and, and realistic. Mm-hmm. So you know, if if someone obviously will not make it in a career, I, I try to be as gracious and and mm-hmm. loving as possible. But I, you know, I try to steer them elsewhere. <laughs> but at the same time, like if if I see real potential i'm not gonna tell them that no oh gosh if you like anything else like don't don't do this because honestly like they're probably getting that from like school counselors yeah. from their parents yeah. like all those all these places no, i mean i here's the thing i i agree with you on some levels definitely that level i don't think that you should tell kids that i think kids should be able to explore every yeah. aspect of their talent and careers and be able but, to figure but that I understand. out but i think that i mean for me i was never told that as a kid i was told that in college okay. you know and it and it it 
pushed me further into this career yeah. because it, it 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 confirmed for me this is all I want in my life. And I th- I think that's an appropriate <laughs> time in someone's life yeah. to give them that sort of reality check. Right. But like when you're a kid, when you're a teenager, like yeah, no, definitely I agree. You know? No, I completely agree with that because yeah, people should be able to explore and you know delve into things that make them happy. So yeah, I think my point is like don't be afraid of the risk of being an artist. Yeah. Because honestly, like if more people put their heart and soul and entire life into creating art, I genuinely think that this would be a better world. And I I will say, I do think that like the market is already too saturated as it is. So maybe that's a dangerous (laughs) statement in in and of itself. Maybe I'm putting myself on the unemployment list (laughs) by saying that, but I, I just like hate that our society would attempt to steer artists in any other way than like creating the things that they're best at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do. But I just think, I think that it's a, almost like a natural selection, you know, like yeah. the people who are supposed to do it and the people who, who have, have it in them to do it, they're going to yeah. do it. Yeah. And, and I think that that's apparent with like, you know, if you went to school for any art, specifically for theater, within the first year, you see, mm-hmm. you know, all of the, yep. <laughs> the weakest links yep. sort of just stop doing it. And then yep. they end up working at like a restaurant yep. or go back to school or or even you. Or even they, you know, find a different career that yeah. go into journalism or whatever. Yeah, that just like, and they just, you know, thrive in other places. Not necessarily that they just, you know, turn into shit people, but. <laughs> no. and But yeah. it is, it's, it's, I think that it's just as artists I think with the whole like you know if anything else makes you happy then do that I mean I think that that naturally happens regardless you know yeah and I think that that's why I don't think that that's a helpful statement and like you hear it all the time Mm -hmm. and I think that that's the reason is that like it's gonna happen regardless so like why are we trying to scare people out of pursuing something so beautiful yeah you know I guess um, I just don't see it that way as scaring yeah. people out of it. But I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. I don't anyway. know. I just think that like we as people should try our best to foster artists rather mm-hmm. than give them reality checks at every turn. Trust <laughs> <laughs> me, we give ourselves enough reality exactly, checks. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, and the world gives us enough reality checks. Yeah, and I, I think that another unique challenge that like – artists in general mm-hmm. also feel is um, the like imposter syndrome self-doubt slash like creative process monster mm-hmm. because I think that's a pretty universal experience for artists like yeah. if you don't feel that in some capacity you might be a psychopath right <laughs> <laughs> right and I it, it's interesting because you know imposter syndrome which if you don't know what that is it's it's feeling that uh, your own accomplishments aren't um, as good as the rest of the world mm-hmm. sees them, essentially. But it's a lot more common than people know. And I think that it is, again, I think it's kind of a universal uh, feeling in a lot of ways in, in the arts. Now, I, by that, I don't necessarily mean every single artist in the history of the world has felt this. But I think it's more prevalent yeah. in our More prevalent in, in artists, yeah. But I think it also exists everywhere. Oh, absolutely. You know? I think because 
I think maybe the the specific struggle of an artist over you know maybe a doctor. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. I think that the, you know definitely people who are going into the medical field can feel some kind of self doubt and whatever. Mm-hmm. But a lot of what they do is just based on things that they learn, and then you know, and it's like and private. It's, yeah, but with us and with artists, it's it's based on who you are. You know, yeah, and, it's based and on the like public opinion of you. Yeah, yeah. And your I, tests are not a written test in college. Right. Your tests are like sing me a song and see if I like it. You know, it's like yeah. it's like and so it's just it, it produces it's constantly more of a yourself. uh-huh of mm-hmm. a self-doubt and a self-worth and am I good enough and all of that because it's it's not about okay, I have this book that that teaches me XYZ and then if I know XYZ, I will do what I'm supposed to do. It's yeah. like no, like you learn XYZ and can you do it well enough for other people to you, yeah. you know, it's just it's a whole it's And and game. you know, there are elements of that in any career because like at the end of the day if you're not good at what you do, then like yeah. right. but I think the specific thing that adds to that sort of imposter syndrome with artists is that like all of our work is put out into the world to see. Mm-hmm. And so we constantly see like other artists success. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's almost impossible to not compare yourself to others. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where the commonality comes into play. Yeah. You know, because it, it's, it's inevitable to see other people's work. And even if you're, like, the best director on Broadway, like, I'm sure that those people still sure. feel those things. Oh, yeah. My, my best friend, uh, Lacey, last night was um, messaging me, and she just was like, I'm just feeling so... And she is one of the most talented actresses. She is incredible. She does really, really good work, and she's constantly working. She's mm-hmm. one of those theater... She, I mean, one of those um, film actors that she doesn't have a job. Her mm-hmm. job is just acting, and she books a movie, and she That's does that, awesome. and then she goes and does another movie and does good that. I mean, she lives completely off of just doing movies, which is, like, incredible at our age. And she really is so talented, but she was even, you know, talking to me last night. She sent me a video. I just was like, I don't... She's like, I don't know what to do because she's like, I know, you know, comparison is a thief of, thief of joy and whatever. Right. But she's like, I see these people who have less credits than me and have been working less time than me and they're booking bigger agents than I am and they're getting more work. And she's like, I just don't understand. Like, why can't I be doing that? And it's just like, you you look at other people and everybody has a different path. And everybody has a different, like, you know, it's and a lot so, about connections so or about just me. being in the right place at the right time. Yeah, that's so know? interesting to me because... <laughs> Any number of people would be looking at her as oh, well. And oh, being like, I look at why her. Can't, why I can't look I at be her. doing that? Absolutely. Like, yeah. You know? It's all perspective. Mm-hmm. And it's all... It, it's so hard to get yourself out of that mindset. Mm-hmm. But, like, she's right. Comparison is the killer of joy. Like, yeah. that... You have to be able to tune that out to be able to uh, be present in your life. Yeah. Or just see, because I think also we had, I mean, it, it sparked a good conversation last night and now she is seriously, she's like, I don't know, maybe I should go somewhere else. She's living in Nashville right now. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know, maybe I should move to LA. What do you think? I don't know if I really could do that. And I was like, 100%, like go, just just try it out, whatever. And by the end of the conversation, she's already looking at apartments in LA, you know? Wow. So I think that, like we talked about before, about giving yourself grace and like, 
those are real feelings and you're allowed to feel those feelings and everybody feels those feelings but use them you know channel those yeah. things to push yourself to do other things so she she messaged me and was all down on herself and was like I just don't I don't think I want this to happen and I see this thing happen for this person and I think that I whatever and now she's moving forward and she's finding new things to be able to jump start you know she felt a little stagnant in her career now she's feeling these things and she has motivation to go yeah. do something else well and that's know? the thing so, if you are unhappy about any aspect of your life Mm-hmm. Just like sit down, think about it, like not just what it is, but like what can I do to improve that thing? Yeah. And and she actually did the perfect thing because like honestly, it's really hard to make those decisions on your own. So mm-hmm. like reach out to a friend, talk yeah. it out, and that always helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, like <laughs> you know, I, I've never not felt better after talking to a friend about something. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Feel it, those it, things and then use them to. Don't just pretend they don't exist because that's not going to do anything either. In fact, that's very unhealthy. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) right. But it it happens to all of us, so deal with it, brother. (laughs) (laughs) You're not not special. (laughs) (laughs) No, but yeah, you're you're not alone. I, I also think that like it's so hard to make it in this career path as any artist, but I definitely think that theater artists have very unique struggles uh, as well because I, I think the reason that being a theater artist is so unique is that because it's the collaborative art it's so hard to really know your place mm-hmm. in this career because like I think about like visual artists right and and they can collaborate with people but like for the most part it's like it's them it's their studio it's their style their work work yeah, like their work is is like uh, speaks for itself essentially. Mm-hmm. But then you look at, or even like a music artist, even though there's like a producer and a band and all these things, like it's still like that's your work. And and even if like you're only looking at the guitar player, like you can pinpoint that guitar player's work. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. But with theater, it's so challenging because every single person in the room affects your work. Yeah. Every single person. Yep. If the lights are off, like that affects mm-hmm. your performance. If, if the person that you're acting with isn't if like, the if the mics are yeah. spotty, then like the director's vision is is overlooked. You, you know, like the yeah. if one thing is affected in some way, then like that affects everyone. And and that's that also goes with like the work itself. Because, like, if the costume designer maybe isn't on the same caliber as everyone else in the room, then, like, that the show suffers. And and Mm -hmm. everyone else is brought down because of it. So I think one of the most unique struggles that I've seen, that I've uh, experienced, is, like, my work has almost never been able to speak for itself. Mm -hmm. Because of the, the... nature of theater because it is a collaborative art and so i never feel like like the final product is mine you know what i mean yeah because it's everybody's yeah and it's yeah i don't know and i always i it's weird because i i will have like friends and i think that this is specifically because i'm a director (laughs) so i you know as an actor i would be like i would be you know i'd have blinders on and and i you know if a friend would come it would be very easy for me to be like well what'd you think like 
uh, and get like honest opinions and not feel some kind of way about it. But now as a director, friends coming to see my show, it's always like, well, if you had seen it last night, then right. the, 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 mm. you know, X, Y, and Z wouldn't have gone wrong. And, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that that's one of the hardest parts of this career so far is that I haven't felt that my work is what I want it to be, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, no, I get it. I get what you're saying. Um, and sometimes it feels, especially, like, I get it. And, like, you know, when we talked kind of about maybe doing shows that aren't exactly... The caliber that you're expecting. Uh, that you, uh-huh. Um, and then you feel like, you know, you can put in all of the work that you want and you can, you know, rehearse and get it together you're just like yes I'm putting on a good performance but it doesn't really matter because yeah. ultimately like it's not just you and I get that that is the struggle because it sucks because sometimes you'll be doing something and you're like I worked so hard on this and I know that I'm so good in this but I don't want anybody to just come see it yeah you know? no honestly and it's like oh it sucks honestly it sucks. yeah and it's it's never this like every new project is uh, never the same mm-hmm. in that way yeah. Uh, because sometimes you may, maybe sometimes the team is stellar and you don't feel good about oh, yeah. your performance. Because that's what I was about to say as well. Or is your that work. is that sometimes also where that is a specific struggle, it's also a very um, unique thing that we have to be able to push us forward more. You know, and I've been in been in shows before where it's the opposite, where I feel like I'm the weakest link, but yeah. I grew so much during that show yeah. and I because it was I had these caliber of people work that I was working with that I felt like I had to pump out yeah. my talent. And, and I I never really considered this, but with that said, you think of like other kinds of artists, if they don't like their work, they just throw it away. Yeah. They just don't put it into the world. Mm-hmm. But like we don't have that option. No, we don't. As soon as you start rehearsals, like there's a, an opening date. You have to open. Mm-hmm. There are certain companies that like would feel otherwise. So like if you're some big producer and you're like, well, this isn't gonna make any money, they just scrap it. But but that's not to say like an actor in that show can make that decision, you right. know? Right. <laughs> so like if you're like, oh god, this is my worst work I've ever done, like all right, everybody, come and see it. it. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> nothing, nothing you can do about that. I'd never really considered that. Yeah, but it also, I think that that sounds so motherly, but it builds character. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like doing that work that just isn't isn't what you want to be doing, but it just helps you appreciate whatever. Like I said, when you are in that show where you're the weakest link mm-hmm. and you're having to, you know, push yourself so much further. Mm-hmm. I also think that. And this is this is like one of the most dangerous parts of having a career specifically in theater, and I you know I think it can transfer to other artists too. And that that's that's what's kind of weird about it is like most of the struggles can be transferable, but it's so easy to get into this like despair and think that you're not good enough and all of that, and then just quit. Yeah, it's so easy to do that. But if you're like I, I, us and you're like legitimately an artist it is the only thing that's going to really fulfill you mm-hmm. and so if you get down on yourself like that and you just like give up like you're probably going to regret that yeah and so I, I think that the biggest thing is like you don't give up no. <laughs> don't do and just it just recharge yourself even yeah. in like the smallest things what are like the biggest struggles that you've experienced the biggest struggles that i've experienced in reality the biggest struggles are 
just similar to what we've already talked about. It's just like getting down on myself, you know? Yeah. And I think we know that story. We've all heard that story. We know that story. We've lived that story. So, so let me rephrase it then. Rather than like your personal struggles with like being where you want to be and all of that, mm-hmm. specifically when it comes to being a, a, like an actor, mm-hmm. what do you feel are the unique struggles that you've experienced that you may not have experienced in other fields? I think being an actor is a really um, interesting thing. There's a lot of different different ways you can approach acting, mm-hmm. you know. There's the method acting. Well, that, there's honestly there's, like an endless amount. Oh, yeah, yeah. Endless amount. I think the specific things of being an actor is being able to control in some ways your emotions. And I know like, for example, I did West Side Story. Mm-hmm. And I, play, I played Maria in West Side Story. And I remember the first time that we did the final scene where if you don't know about West Side Story, basically the final scene is Maria, my character, had to, he, she watches the love of her life get murdered right in front of her mm-hmm. with a gun. And so then she picks up the gun and everybody's out there and she's, she threatens the whole, everybody, she threatens her family and she threatens her friends and she fr- threatens the family and friends of her love. And she's just like, and, and like she, one of the specific... She Kill herself. Yeah, too. I was about to say one of one of the um, lines specifically was how many bullets are in here, how many people can I kill and still have one bullet left for me? Yeah, you know, and that was like it was intense. You know, it's mm-hmm. a lot because those are things as an actor you have to be able to to, to uh huh. You have to be able to be in that headspace and then immediately be out of that headspace. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a really unique struggle of an actor. You have to be able to um, tap out just yeah. as easily as you can tap in. And I remember the first time we did that scene, we finished it and it took me probably 30 minutes to come out of it and it was really hard. And also the person that was playing opposite me, the person that was playing Tony, the guy who I watched die at the time was one of my dearest friends and I loved him so much and it was literally like I watched him die and had to like sit there he like died in my arms and then I like get this gun and it was intense and like literally it ended and the first thing I said I was just bawling the first thing I said is I just walked up to him and I just like grabbed him and I was like don't ever die <laughs> you know it was just yeah. like so it was just so intense and like being able to I had really had to learn that was that was the first show that I really had to do something just like super dramatic and I really had to learn how to use what parts of my life to use that's another really big thing is yeah. like you know as you're an actor and you're doing something you know maybe you're playing a role where you get broken up with and so then you think about the time that you got broken up with and that's how you can't, you get those emotions to be able to display yeah. Them. You have but to be. Then, you have to be self-aware enough to know which memories, which feelings, yes, exactly. to tap into. You have to know what is okay and what's not okay to be able to feel. And I had like the guy that was another guy that was in that show with me. He was very, very method acting. Very like he would stay in character even out, you know, off of the stage. And he was that's like, so dangerous. <laughs> yes, I know. But he, you know, that's just the way that he works. And we did a little Q and A after with the audience one um, one night. And somebody asked, they're like, how do you how do you access those emotions? Um, asked me that specifically. And I was like, honestly, for me, the way that I work, I was like, I use the script. I use the um, the dialogue. I use the story because the story is there and the dialogue yeah. is there that I don't need to try to think about, you know, my boyfriend dying in order for me to feel this. Like, I just, I think I you am Maria. I am Maria. And yeah. Tony just died, you know, and that's what I do. And then I remember after that guy that was in meth and he was like, are you like, were you serious about that? Like, you really don't have to use anything. And that's not to say bad about him. Like, whatever. Everybody has their process. That's what he does. But I was like, no, 
I don't because for me, that doesn't work for me, yeah. you know? And, and whenever I do that, it's like I can't, it's, it makes it a lot harder for me to tap out. You know, yeah. if I just use the story and I'm like, right now I'm on stage and I'm Maria and I just watch my, you know, the love of my life get killed, that is heart-wrenching and I can feel that. But then I walk off the stage and I'm Becca. I didn't know that shit yeah, happened to me. Awesome. I'm fine, well, <laughs> you know? If you're listening and you don't know how to tap out, um, <laughs> honestly, like, it's very similar skills that you learn with like coming down from an anxiety attack and all that. Mm-hmm. And and it, I say learn because you you have to learn these things. Yeah, you can't you just mm-hmm. you can't just go into it because like that that's how artists die. Like that's oh yeah. You know like, you let's, have let's to look at all the people. You have to keep yourself like, safe mm-hmm. and 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 in a good headspace and all that. It, it, it comes down to grounding yourself, physically feeling the ground underneath you. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I used to act and I would get into that that headspace in like class or what have you. I, I would pick something in the room to count, whether that's like tiles on the ceiling mm-hmm. or or windows or uh, people, Yeah, you know. Uh, just connect to the physical world and that helps immensely. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Immensely. Very, very, very real, very specific struggle. But I think that on the opposite side of that, being an actor also just makes you very empathetic and very, oh, um, totally. very aware, aware of other of people's every, emotions you, yeah. and aware of, of what's happening in other people. And I think that being an artist, we see people who are not even artists at all and we're able to understand them and, yeah. and see them see their souls you know because that's what we do as actors we have to be able to to tap into other people's souls you know and so then you you get to move in the world and you get to see people and and really see them and 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 i i bet you that's why the majority like the vast majority of theater artists specifically are like social justice warriors Mm -hmm. and yeah and because we can't care so much about people's and we can't judge people you know think about if you're cast you know you're cast in a show where you have to play hitler it's like you can't, well, yeah, Hitler sucks, but you have to play him and you have to find the humanity in Hitler. Yeah, and the, and the thing, and the thing is, like, is like, who else can do that you but get, an artist? You get a moment to judge that character and then you have to leave that at the door. Yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And like who else could do that but an actor, you yeah. know, is be able to see the humanity in someone so vile. Like I said, I think that's such a beautiful thing too because then we see the humanity. And I mean, I know for me, whenever I'm, I'm dealing with people, maybe people are just being, you know, mean to me for lack of a better word of just you know in general people just doing terrible stuff whatever I'm able to see them in a different light you know and be able to like look at them and not hate them and just say you know what that's I can't imagine what you're going through if you're doing that you know you must be not okay or whatever you know you just you're able to see people in a different light and not just like judge people all the time yeah absolutely I think it's easy to fall into getting down on yourself in this career path for so many reasons. Yeah, so I think that if you feel like you're getting in a rut, if you feel like you're getting down on yourself or you're not able to see the see the dream, you yeah, know, yeah. not able to to feel the dream anymore. I think it's really important to just kind of recharge a little bit, reset yourself, even if it's just something small. Do something, do something that brings out the artist in you. Go see, go see a show, or even if it's just like watch Rent on Netflix. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> or take a dance class. Yeah, take a dance do class. Do cabaret. Absolutely. What, what Invite your friend over and do karaoke with all your favorite musical. Like I don't care. Whatever it is, just like remember why. Why you're doing Why that. you're doing this. Yeah. Find those things and then just little things that can help you remember that you're an artist and this is what you this is what you want to do with yeah, your life. So specifically like this week, try yeah. to find one moment to do that. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks so much for listening this week, you guys. This has been I, There's the Rub with Hunter and Becca. Can't wait to see you next time. Thanks.